Hey guys, welcome back to the Kodakoda Podcast. This week, me and Razo talk about alcohol and our experiences drinking alcohol and our funny stories with it. We also have a special guest, one of our patrons, Izenga71, coming on at the end, so make sure you catch that. And if you aren't subscribed already, please subscribe to us, but hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Peace. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Kodakoda Podcast, and happy new year from us. So I thought we'd get... 2021 started off with a fun little topic and with the help of our one of our patrons so stay tuned for that guys but eric you want to introduce the glorious topic that we're going to be going into today yeah today we're going to be talking about alcohol in (laughs) and experiences related to alcohol i mean like alcohol is just such a big um cultural part of of japan like everyone knows of like nomikai's and how much drinking there is, like, if you're working in Japan. Yeah, yeah, nomikai. And I mean, literally, you can find it anywhere you go. Just walk outside, alcohol will be there. If not in a vending machine or in a cold yeah. beanie, it's, it's you're, there. You're never, beanie. like, more than 50 feet away from alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is true, guys. <laughs> Proven statistic. Go look it up. <laughs> like, the government set out <laughs> to make yeah. sure that every citizen is less than 50 feet away from alcohol. <laughs> exactly yeah we heard it from our the former prime minister Shinzo yeah from Abe, that podcast so, from that one podcast if you guys haven't looked at that one podcast hint hint it has to do with kanji eater go check it out <laughs> <laughs> but aside from our shinzo abe cameos um we got some pretty pretty interesting stuff here with alcohol you know we've been in japan we got to experience it firsthand and that being said there's <laughs> there that comes with the funny but pretty funny stories and i mean eric I, I mean i know you got something pretty interesting here and has to do with japanese learning too right <laughs> yeah i mean like one part of drinking is that there's always like games right and different cultures they right. play different games like in america you have beer pong and i guess yeah. like um in japan it's always outside a lot of times so there's like a lot of games that are like more just like ward related so you know there's like the, like the people always quiz like the yama yamanote sen like oh, how, how, yeah yeah that game <laughs> <laughs> like one time i actually like tried like memorizing the whole thing just just you gotta so, be prepared for just for it, the, man. The, the rare instance that it would come up <laughs> you're like oh you thought you'd get me here nah yeah. bram i got it all <laughs> <laughs> but um i don't even know this game in japanese called shiritori oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 so it's like basically you say a word and then um the next person has to say a word that starts with the word that ends that ended with the word that you said mm-hmm. and then there's like some rules that you can't say you can't use the word mm. Like, you can't end with uh-huh. the word N, because there's, like, no words that start with N. So if you say that, <laughs> you just lose. You over. Yeah. But I'd, I would play that with my, my Japanese friend. But then after a while, like, once I got better at Japanese, it just became, like, too easy. Like, and right. he, he would, like, try to, like, nerf himself. He'd be like, oh, I can only use, like, Yojitsukugo. Or, like, I can only use, like, these words in this field or something to, like, nerf himself. Right. But later uh-huh. on, like, we, we came up with this one. Um one version of it where it's like we play shiritori in english and japanese like simultaneously so we would come up with like one word that one english word and one japanese word and it had the same meaning so for example like like a home and then the japanese would be ie so and then we play shiritori on on these two words at the same time so the next person would have to think of like so the english word home ends with an e and then ie ends with e and you have to think of a word you have to think of an English word and a Japanese word that have the same meaning and start with the, those two. So, like, in oh, this example, man. it would be, like, after home, it would be English. And then, ie, you could say, ego. So, that, that would be, like, a, oh. a connection. And then you have to think of, like, okay, after English, H and go. Like, what, what, can, what can go after that? But, oh, man, that's tough. Yeah, it's, that's like, tough. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, super hard. We spent, like, 20 minutes just, like, thinking, thinking of, like, the next word. And uh, <laughs> like sometimes we play like in between classes, 
Like, just uh-huh. you have to think of the answer after the whole class, and you just spend like the whole class trying to think, <laughs> think of the answer. Right. Oh, for a second, I thought this was supposed to be like a rapid fire thing. I was like, oh man, like I was like trying to go think about this right now. Like I would have lost right there. Oh, thank, thank God, that's that's not the case. Well, so, with so shiritori, I, like normal shiritori, you could do it rapid fire, right? Right, right, but this right. This is like yeah, yeah, yeah. extremely difficult. <laughs> it's, you have to perform like a brute force search, like in your own brain, of all yeah. the words. Yeah. But then, um, yeah, we would also play like this one uh, game where we try to like test each other's like Japanese like he would test my Japanese knowledge and I'd test his English knowledge and yeah. uh cause it, like with this friend like I was speaking English and then he was speaking Japanese and we would o- always like understand each other like perfectly right and even if we use like some difficult words he'd be like yeah I know that and then he, he uses like some difficult words like oh do you know that I'm like yeah and then so we play a game where he's like he would think of a word that's like a a hard English word for him, mm-hmm. and then I would have to come up with the the Japanese word for it. So he would say like, oh. um, so he'd be like the word for inherit. So he would say inheritance tax, and then I would have to say uh-huh. like the Japanese word, which is like sozokuze. Mm-hmm. And then I would say like, oh, how about like law of diminishing <laughs> law of diminishing returns? And then he had to say it was like shukakutege no hosoku. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that that was like kind of challenging, and it made me like. Like both of us like learn a bunch of like random ass Japanese words that would only ever come up in like a textbook and are mm-hmm. kind of useless. <laughs> but you got it for this game. So yeah. are, are you trying to tell me though that you went and played these games while you were drinking? Yeah, I mean like the, the easier ones, like like the just the word one and shiritori, we play while right. drinking. But the the, yeah. the difficult version of shiritori is is pretty much like impossible. Uh-huh. Like even sober yeah. is like impossible. So if you're drinking, yeah, it's just yeah. like nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, no, I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, yo, like, let's say you drink like a beer or something, like, or or you drink. Oh, let's say we're, let's get ambitious here. You drink a strong zero, like a a can of strong zero, and you're trying <laughs> to play this game. I, I I cannot imagine in any world where you come up with like an answer that makes sense. I feel like it's gonna end up being like you're gonna say a wrong answer, and like after like. Five ten minutes of silence. Everyone's gonna start going crazy. Like, oh, yo, you got it, you got it. <laughs> and then you're like, wait, no. <laughs> but yeah, like, did you ever play any like drinking games? No. So you see, well, I guess eventually. But actually, the first time I came to Japan, I, I was, I was, I can't, I had a little interesting thing that I did, which was not drink at all. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, I, it, it was, yeah, so it it was like a, a little funny story. So I mean, I I was kind of thinking like, all right, you know what? Like, well, first of all, I wasn't like legally able to drink, you know, in Japan. Like, I don't know. Yeah, in Japan. Um, oh right, it was like because you okay, yeah, yeah. Japan's like twenty, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I I wasn't twenty yet. I was nineteen. So. I was like, oh man, like shit, I gotta like follow the. Although, like, I've quickly found that 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 like didn't matter at all, you know. But you know what? I was like staying true to the rules. You know, I came to Japan. You know, I'll, I'll respect. I'll respect their laws. I'll respect the culture. Although, I guess the culture is really like you drink whatever. But <laughs> I, I decided to make it a little fun thing. So I'd still go to Nomikai's and I'd still go have fun with friends drinking. But I was like, hey. Every time I go to go drink, I'm gonna get green tea and only green tea. And it became like a little bit of like a running like joke and a kind of like a meme when whenever we would go out like drinking because I'm like, hey, like yo, you already know what I want, and everyone's <laughs> like, hey, get that, get that green tea coming. <laughs> <laughs> and it was pretty fun. It was like it was still a really good time, and everyone had a lot of fun. And hey, I mean, shout out green tea. Green tea, one of my favorite drinks by far. Maybe, maybe a little bit not so much after that period of time where I was spamming green tea, but yeah. it's back on top again where it belongs. <laughs> I guess next time you could have those uh, those highs, like the oh, oh high, no, like, no, no, high. Uh, 
Yeah, no, those are really good. See, like when I came back to Japan after that, see that 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 was like I, I was like I was I was going a lot with that. That was some good stuff. I really liked udon highs. That's actually one of my favorites, and、um, lemon sours too. Those those are good. Those are good. Like you know, like <laughs> lemon sours. Those are kind of not on the same level as strong zero, of course, but they they taste good and. You can drink a lot of those, <laughs> but yeah, nothing gets back to the green teas, man. I mean, I should have like went to a nomikai like right at the end, you know, right at the end, ordered like an udon, <laughs> ordered one, and just like been like, oh no, this is green tea, guys, this is green. Or maybe I was doing that all along and I just didn't tell anyone, you know. <laughs> that's how I was having a good time. Maybe I'll, I won't, I won't go confirm nor deny that, but. <laughs> we 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 can keep it at that. We can keep it at that. But it it was like really fun though. I would say just having the whole nomikai experience while I was in Japan because it wasn't like I was avoiding it. You know, it was、right. like great kind of like you go in, you like squat up with like literally like any of your friends. It could be you know like、yeah. I'm, I'm sure you've had that experience where like your friends are like oh let's go out like drinking right yeah and you just go have fun. You go to like a bar. You go to like a bar. Or、um, izakaya and just、yeah. have like good time. You usually get some pretty good food there too. Actually, the izakayas. Oh man! And I, 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 I also what, like、yeah. I, I like how like since it's like if you're in Tokyo and everything's like really close proximity, you can also hit up、right. like other friends、uh, throughout the night、mm. who might be out as well, and it's like really easy to meet up. True, true. It's actually so nice. You just hit everyone up. They're like, "Oh, I'm free at this time." They're like, you know,、yeah. I'm still drinking. <laughs> Come through. Yeah. Like、oh, one time,、man. one time I was like going out. There was like a hiking event at the school, and then、right. after that, like I think four of us or five of us wanted to go drinking. And it was like yeah, yeah, two, yeah. like my Japanese friend, another Japanese person, and then his、mm. girlfriend. And then we were taking a train to go like Shinjuku or something. And then randomly, like, I ran into my my girlfriend at the time, who was just taking the same train in the same car in like the same box,、oh, like by by、yeah. like coincidence. Yeah, by coincidence. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, and then we just all like went out and drink drink, and it was like super fun. <laughs> <laughs> so so this can go as far as just seeing random people that you know on the train. Yeah. All right, guys. Looks like when you go to Japan. Just go get a a wide base of people you know, and just go on the train. You're gonna find them, and then you're gonna go out drinking right after. Oh、yeah. man, boy, that's hilarious, dude. I, I I've run into I, I've run into people for sure randomly on the train, but it's never led to going <laughs> going drinking right after. Yeah,、oh, it, it was like awkward because like when I saw her, she's like, "You didn't respond to my texts." Because like I had like some, <laughs> some problem with like the data, so like, I couldn't like use my phone. <laughs>、uh, that, that's what you. That's that's what you told her.、Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's all good. You just go out drinking right, right after. It solves、yeah. every problem. <laughs> it drinks on me. <laughs> yeah, it's like I just wanted to respond in, in real life. Oh, true facts, facts. <laughs> be careful when you say that, though, guys. It can be very creepy, and you could like get people get the wrong idea. <laughs> you come on the train, you're like, "Oh, I meant to see you in real life." I'm like, like, who like, the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, that that would be like real. I mean, I feel like if you're like not in Japan. People like randomly like just talk to you here and there on like public transport and say random things. Have you ever had that experience before? Wait, in Japan? No, no, outside of Japan. Outside. Of yeah, Japan. but it's like kind of scary. Like you know. No, it's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like it's not like if it was Japan, it's just gonna be、yeah. Eric walking up to his girlfriend. <laughs> Yo, one time, one time in a、uh, in America, like this guy. Came up to me. He looked like he was like homeless or something, but he was like, "Hey, you want to see a magic trick?" And then I was like, "Nah, not, not really." <laughs> oh man, when you say that, it just reminds me of like, like the Joker. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> I just thought of that. <laughs> 
I, I don't want to see any magic tricks. <laughs> I ain't trying to be the guy that sees it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude. That's like for sure the first thing that pops up whenever I hear that line. Oh, God. Shout out Dark Knight. <laughs> but yeah, you're not going to find that in Japan. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the Dark Knight. Anyways, like, I mean, have you had any, like, stories where you're, like, out at night and, like, stuff just randomly kind of happens with people being drunk? Um, I guess, like, there was, like, one time where I was, like, taking the train. Um, right. it was, like, pretty late. And I think I talked about this in, like, the Dorian episode. Oh, have. yeah. But, like, this, uh-huh. this like, salary man just, like, sat next to me and just started talking to me. Because I was, like, reading uh, the Steve Jobs biography, and it was, like, super thick. Oh, Because uh-huh. I, 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 uh, I went to, like, a book-off and had an English, right. English section. And then the Steve Jobs biography was, like, 100 yen or something. So I'm, like, I have to buy this. And then right, right. I was, like, reading that. And he was just asking me, like, oh, you, why are you reading such a thick book? Because he yeah, like, assumed I was Japanese. Uh-huh. And then after I said, oh, oh, actually, uh, I'm, I'm not from Japan. She started, like, trying to speak to me in English, but it was, like, incomprehensible the whole time. It was just, like, English, like, like sounds. Like, <laughs> and then I'm, like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I'm, like, t- I'm, like, telling that in Japanese, and he just, like, continued, like, just saying all these, like, English sounds until he, like, got off the train. And then he got off and he got back on. He's like, oh, wrong, wrong stop. And he like (laughs) continued to talk to me. Oh, this guy is trolling himself, man. (laughs) (laughs) You you reminded me of like what those like Animal Crossing characters sound like. (laughs) (laughs) So the man just like just cosplayed as a Animal Crossing. He might have learned English from there. That's true. That's true. He went and like it's like you know you can change the language of the game and like the settings, right? Yeah. He, he set it to the English mode, and he like he was looking at it, he and like then, shadowing like, he it. Pick up, yeah, he, he 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 didn't pick up like the the words itself. He picked up like the audio that was coming out. He's like, ah, I've mastered the language of English. And he, like, and foreigners probably trying to be nice. Like, I've done it. I've mastered English. This is it. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I don't know what would happen if someone came up to me and had a conversation like that. That'd be yeah, that'd be awkward. But yeah, like, uh, have you had any experiences like that? Yeah, like I, I won't say I had any experiences like quite like that. But I had like, I guess I, you can call it like a remote experience. So I was pretty much like chilling. I was getting some work done, so I was like basically like at my desk, right? And I was just doing stuff, and then. I had this um, one of my Japanese friends. She was pretty much um, at a bar, I and with some of her friends, and she's just going. Or I mean, I, I didn't even know she was at a bar to be honest. And all of a sudden, I get like like a call online. So I'm like, okay, hey, well, like, how's it going? Like, what's going on? And she's like clearly wasted, like like very clearly. Like you could smell like the alcohol through the phone. <laughs> like it, it it was it it was like it was pretty pretty bad but like um it was with a bunch of friends or whatever but like out of nowhere and like her like she could barely talk at this point too so like in her broken like japanese she's telling me about how like um how she met a foreigner is like oh no way like i met a foreigner here like here talk to talk to him he's mm-hmm. pretty cool so I, i'm just like a little confused i'm like all right like okay for sure and i'm like hey and then all of a sudden it's like this guy talking to me and he's just like asked me like hey like how are you like can you speak english and japanese they told me you're a foreigner and i'm like yeah like I'm, I'm from america like how's it going like what's up and I, i'm just like kind of like i'm like what's what is even happening man like this there's yeah. like everyone like this guy is also very clearly drunk like he he spoke those words there's a lot of slurs in there i i don't even like is he a foreigner he so he was a foreigner so this guy actually starts telling me like hey man like i'm from hawaii i i'm actually like a millionaire 
and <laughs> I was, I was like the first sentence i'm like I, like all right cool like nice dude and he's like yeah man like i own like a surf shop in hawaii and it's it's like super cool there man like you gotta come over sometime like i'll go take you surfing it'll be really cool and i'm like hey dude like for sure I'll, I'll, I'll swing by sometime I'll, call, I'll go go to your surf shop man but yeah i didn't know who this guy was and he like it wasn't even a short call either he actually kept reiterating reiterating that same thing for like 30 or 40 minutes and it was like weird because like i don't know it was like he he never gave me an opportunity to be like oh yo like nice like i gotta go right now you know i don't want to be disrespectful either it's like a nice stranger who is in currently in japan <laughs> but yeah i don't know it, it was like kind of it was an interesting experience though you know um it's not every day you go and talk to a bunch of drunk people in a bar in japan yeah. from your phone so <laughs> yeah it was also i think it was a video chat too it was oh damn it was interesting yeah <laughs> i'm like hey like <laughs> it, it got the call got really laggy too <laughs> but that, that's besides the point that's besides the point hey man as, as they, they say um socializing in japan with alcohol man yeah <laughs> oh man oh i remember i had this one experience of like uh talking to like this random sh- uh foreigner too like one time uh-huh. me and my japanese friend and this other friend we wanted to go drinking and we were in yokohama but then oh, like yeah. for some reason we couldn't find any uh bars like we always used to go to hub the foreigner bar mm. but then we couldn't find uh-huh. any and it was like really oh. far or something so right. we just decided like since we're next to a like don quixote we're just gonna go there buy drinks and then just mm-hmm. drink like outside uh-huh. so we, we did that and we found like this electrical booth on the street that was like yeah. a table and it was like the right. same height as a table if you went to dunk uh hub like a standing table oh. and so we oh, just like standing uh-huh. there with all our drinks and just like drinking there mm-hmm. and then after a while we were just like we try to like meet um other foreigners so if like a foreigner walked by us I was just like, yo, what's up, man? And then, like, sometimes they'll just be like, what's up? And then sometimes they'll actually stop and they'll, like, talk to us. Oh, and I remember nice. I, I, I talked oh. to this one guy for quite a bit. He was, like, a engineer and has, has been living in Japan for, like, three years. Oh, wow. And he just passed in one. Oh, shout out to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. So you're out here basically interviewing the language learning community in Japan while, <laughs> yeah. while getting wasted in front of a donkey. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can get him on the podcast. <laughs> You'll find him, get him on here, talk to him, not about his life working as an engineer, but how he got N1 and how he ended up over there that fateful day or night, I should say. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude. Don Quixote, the classic, man. Oh, what were you drinking, man? What was the the specialty that night? Strong zeros and strong it was zeros. Disgusting. <laughs> you had to let them know that you were gaijin. <laughs> you gotta go. That you, they see it, they're like, oh hi. They just like come to you naturally. Like, hey, can I get a sip, man? <laughs> the gaijin killer back at it again. <laughs> oh man dude yeah that is that is pretty interesting though did you do you get did he give you any secrets on how to pass the n1 for our listeners over here um actually i remember like after he said that my japanese friend like tried to quiz to see whose japanese is better like me or his and then he would point to like random signs on the street and be like can you read that and then i remember he pointed to like the the Don Quixote sign, and they had a there's like a word like um, Kyo Yasu, and then he's like, can you read uh-huh. that? And the reason I, I even know how to read that is because like I looked it up before, and it's like not uh-huh. even a real word. Like the word that oh. Don Quixote uses to mean like super cheap. Like they made up, oh. they just put like two oh. two kanji yeah. together, and ha- has uh-huh. like that reading. Yeah, right. 
so so basically you wrecked him yeah he, he didn't know how to read japanese it. is superior <laughs> yeah <laughs> when you when you started off with that i thought he was gonna say like the how to how to like read don quixote and i was like well wait wait a minute like say the bar low real quick <laughs> I was thinking you're gonna say that he didn't know how to do that. I was like, man, how did this guy pass the N1? Hey, there's not a lot of katakana on the N1 test. Yeah. Oh, that's why he only studied kanji. Yeah. No katakana allowed. <laughs> oh man, that that would be hilarious, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, dude. I feel like, um, I mean, Japan just in general is really. Interesting with their alcohol culture, like we were saying in the beginning, like you're always like 50 feet with it, like there's always gonna be alcohol in a range. It doesn't matter where you are. There's like even if you're in a remote space, as long as you got vending machines, there's gonna be alcohol for yeah. sure. Like, and it's interesting. Like in like America, for example, if you um, are drinking outside. You're gonna. It's against the law. Don't do that. Like, you need like a brown but, paper bag. The brown is the classic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, dude! If I like, whenever I see anyone with the brown paper bag outside and kind of like holding on to it, it's a little late at night. Like, it, I, I just don't. You, it's always kind of just get sketch. You know? It's yeah, it's sketch. like almost more conspicuous than just drinking from a can. Actually, though. <laughs> Like, at that point, you better, like, use a water bottle and fill that up, like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. But in Japan, I mean, drink wherever you want. Doesn't matter. Except Disneyland. It's... Except Disneyland, you're yeah. right. Except for <laughs> Disneyland. But, but Disney Sea, you... though. You can drink. Disney Sea. Remember Disney Sea, guys. Yeah, don't, the... get him... <laughs> don't get it messed up. Yeah, otherwise you're you're gonna get messed up. <laughs> but but remember though, um, Disney Sea. If you're trying to drink over there, um, you gotta pay for extremely overpriced Disney alcohol, unless you're able to sneak it through the security, which isn't too diff. I mean, well, you, that, you guys can find <laughs> yeah. out for yourself. We don't do not yeah. endorse. <laughs> We don't endorse any of that, guys. Don't don't go into Disney Sea with your own alcohol. You can buy your own alcohol inside Disney Sea. That's that's what we're gonna be saying. That's our that's that's us right there. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's gonna be interesting, and I, we also have um, our special guest, our patron Izinga seventy one coming on. And this guy, let me tell you, he is a. Um, He's an alcohol connoisseur for Japanese drinks. I thought you were going to say he's an alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) We welcome Aizenga71, the alcoholic. (laughs) He's like slurring all his words. (laughs) It's like we were just like, oh yeah, we just found him off the street. Like, like, you want to be on the podcast? (laughs) Sure, man. Nah, nah, but um, yeah, I, I, he's he's not an alcoholic. He's just a connoisseur. He knows his stuff. He goes. There's a and fine line. Has, there's a fine line. There is a fine line. A thin line. See, you, you, <laughs> but he he has not crossed that line. He goes out and he drinks however much he needs to on uh not on a regular basis here and there on special nights out and he knows what he's doing you know you gotta respect it you gotta respect it like sometimes out there dude imagine there's like people out there like having like sports commentary type of thing for (laughs) for like a strong zero is like next up to the plate in our drinking game is strong zero now strong zero it's meant it's known to be quite a hard drink for foreigners because you never expect how much it hits you once you are maybe a couple cans in but you know it's respectable contender for tonight's challenge but we'll see how the rest goes like uh, uh, that (laughs) that would be interesting you see like an espn top 10 on japanese drinks I mean, Izenga is probably gonna do that for us. Let's be real; he's got us covered. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm excited to hear his thoughts. I'm excited to hear his thoughts when he comes in here. 
yeah, let's bring him on. All right, guys, and continuing to go on to our alcohol adventures here, we got one of our top patrons, Izenga71, the man, the myth, the legend, out here joining us. And we're going to go through a little, not, not so much rapid fire, but we're going to just go through some questions here, find out the truth of alcohol in Japan through this one sample size of one over here. So I hope <laughs> you guys are in for a fun little surprise. Yeah, he's our new uh, resident Japanese expert. Raja has been demoted. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, so sad. All right, guys. We got Aizenga and Eric, and then me on the bottom. But that, don't even worry. We <laughs> we got Eric, our alcohol expert, in here too. So we'll be just fine. All right. So Aizenga, what? Let's start with like, what's your favorite drink to have in Japan? Oh, that's hard, man. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, the lemon sours. Very popular here. Lemon sour. Okay, Aizenga. Okay, okay. Starting off a little, <laughs> little, cheap, a little okay here. I mean. We, we talked about lemon sours here, but okay, we gotta go and talk about the big elephant in the room, you know? We gotta talk about Strong Zero, the gaijin killer oh, itself, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You know, sometimes... See, honest... Yeah, go for it. Sometimes when people come over and they have the uh, Strong Zeros, they, they don't know what they're getting themselves into, right? They, they, got, they down one and they're like, oh, I don't feel anything. And then 30 minutes later, <laughs> you know, they're third one deep, and then... You know, it hits them. Yeah, it's actually one of the top um, murder suspects in the country. <laughs> Not many of those happen, but Strong Zero is right up there. Oh, man. Do you have a specific story where someone just got destroyed by a Strong Zero? Like you said, took three of them and they're just gone. Not, I mean, specifically, you know, I don't... A lot of my buddies actually stay away from Strong Zero because they know... They know the effects, but oh. if you if you ever been to Shibuya, uh, you can see a, mm. a lot of uh, intoxicated people there. You know, they they don't hold their alcohol very well. That's where the right. very famous uh, Shibuya meltdown Instagram account. Do you guys know about that? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's why they banned uh, alcohol at the like the Halloween parties now because they flipped a, a truck. After <laughs> probably after strong zeros, yeah. I wonder how many strong zeros it took to flip that truck. Like, it, it gave them some superpowers out here. I'm gonna say 1. 1.5. 1.5. Oh, dude. Yeah, guys. Any of you listening who haven't tried a strong zero, probably probably don't. Maybe take a little sip and call it a day. Probably be enough to take you guys <laughs> for a good time. Oh man. Yeah. I mean. Strong Zero, very, very potent drink over there in Japan. Guys, be careful. But Wait, don't I mean, they have like different levels? There's like an isn't there like a nine percent one and maybe a twelve percent one? Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. From what I remember, so, I mean the strongest ones that you usually buy in the stores, like all the sours, the strongs, the um what is it? The highballs and stuff, the strongest is usually right. sitting around nine percent. I know recently uh, this shop in Nakameguro, they came out with a new drink. And it's kind of funny because it's always like next to the, the Strongs. And right. it's like Lemon Sour Squad. <laughs> you you know it right away. You see this bright, bright yellow like can sitting like, next to the Strongs. You're like, what is this? Freaking just as tall as the Strongs. Oh, 9% wow. ready to go. <laughs> Have you tried it before? Uh, recently, it's the the only one that I've been drinking, actually. Okay. Like when I play games or something. Okay, okay, Isaac. All right, well, what do you rate it over here, then? What you, what's the rating? Oh, let's see. Out of five? Out of five. I'll, gi I'll, give, it a, I'll give it a good four out of five. You know, it's, of it's got good flavor. It gets you where you want to get, you know? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you're right in the zone for gaming. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I mean, conversely, what would you give a Strong Zero, just out of curiosity? Oh man, Strong Zero, it's kind of like, you gotta get the right flavor. Some of those just are, just, it's just alcohol. Like, it says like, 
strong cola and then you're drinking it and you're like where's the cola <laughs> <laughs> yeah how about you guys what, what is your guys's favorite when you were over here oh i used to drink uh udon hai which is like oh. um i mean it's, it's just a uh, oolong tea with alcohol but then a lot of times you can't even taste the alcohol so it tastes pretty good yeah <laughs> that's dangerous that, that's true uh... I honestly I feel like most of what I had in Japan like outside of like beers right I feel like you don't you can't even tell there's alcohol in it like it, it just tastes good <laughs> and you don't even realize <laughs> yeah yeah they I have mean, these like three percent ones in the convenies that that are like fruit uh flavored and you just can't taste any alcohol I mean, you can barely feel any alcohol yeah horoi. yeah 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 uh yeah, I like those. Uh, my favorite was the peach. I used to drink the peach one like on the daily, and then I'm like three cans in, and you're like, oh, whoa, got to slow down here. These are <laughs> <laughs> catching yeah. up. It's not just juice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, well, I, I, I drink them like juice. <laughs> I'm so glad we got to have you on. You're an actual alcohol expert. Already dethroned Eric within a couple minutes here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's Strong Zero and Horoi in uh, Taiwanese convenience too. Oh. oh. Eric, you, you've been grinding those? Is that what's been happening? <laughs> grinding them. Grinding one right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not, you're not supposed to actually say that, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got to keep the, you know, the Japanese people who are st- staying over there happy, right? True, true. true. They, yeah. they do have to keep them happy. <laughs> have every assortment (laughs) so i I guess like speaking towards drinking and maybe even drinking culture one of the big aspects here in japan is nomi hodai's so i'm I'm sure you've been to at least one drinking party here i mean you're quite the the connoisseur out here in japanese kombini alcohol so I, I, I want to see how, how many how many um, nomi holdays have you been to, man? Um, you know, not not as many as uh, other people, since obviously my company my company doesn't do like drinking parties, right? So, given that it's an kind of like a company for foreigners, we don't really do a lot of setting up for these parties, and people come and do nomi holdai and stuff like that, but. I've been to a couple and, you know, you, you can see where you're, you pay like 2,000 yen and and then people just go too crazy. You're like, guys, guys, slow down. It's all you can drink for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like right there ready for people to go insane. It's And then miss the trains. <laughs> and oh, oh man. tell me about that. I missed my train last night. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened, man? Uh, just, you know, I was uh, hanging out in Nikibukuro last night and uh, just happened to check my watch and I was like, oh, I it's 1 a.m. I missed the last train. <laughs> By an hour. Your, but, <laughs> By an hour. Yeah. <laughs> By an hour, yes. <laughs> Actually, they reduced the they reduced the hours of the, the last train. So a oh, lot wow. of people have been missing the trains more recently. Oh, wow. So what, yeah. what's your what's your go to whenever you do miss the last train? Uh, well, I got two legs, so I do that. <laughs> Run home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So a lot of people, they you know, they they will stay at a cafe that's 24 hours, or you got your infamous uh, famiresu with people sleeping in the booths. Uh, you got the karaoke boxes, you know. And then if you're really desperate, you can stay at a love hotel. Right. Alone. <laughs> Alone. Sad. I remember my... <laughs> With your strong zero. My teacher at the time zero. told us, like, you have four options when you... If you miss the last train. And that's, like, mm-hmm. you can stay at a, a cafe or a karaoke. You can go to a hotel. You can take a cab, which is, like, really expensive. Or you can just keep drinking until the, the first... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, the 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 last one. Uh, that I see that quite often, especially in Shinjuku. How how far did you stay with them? <laughs> I mean, the the latest is just like it's three, and I'm just all right, guys. I, I'm done drinking. <laughs> I'm gonna just walk home. <laughs> you come back the next day, they're still there. <laughs> when I was in Ikebukuro uh, last night, the one of the strangest things that I saw was uh, 
you guys know donkey right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was outside of a donkey and I was just like, oh, there's a heater here. So I'm going to stand and let the you know, heat uh, help me out here. It's too windy. And these young guys just come out of like the shop. This guy is holding some like pants in front of him. I'm just like, wait, what is he doing? He sl- he slams the pants on the floor. Wait, like pants like pants? And then hit- no, no, pants no, no, no. are like jeans. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Calm down, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he slams his jeans on the floor. And then this other guy is, like, I guess, taking a video or something. He's looking at the jeans. He's like, oh, oh. And then he looks at his new pants. Apparently, he went into Donkey, bought some new pair of pants. I don't know what he, I don't know if he soiled himself or, like, he ripped those pants. But, <laughs> and then they started playing volleyball with his pants. Like, they just bunched it up and they started playing volleyball. Wow watched uh, a lot of haiku i guess (laughs) (laughs) it's probably what they were drinking to in the bar (laughs) i don't know where where you get that idea from that's pretty funny (laughs) yeah i don't know man hey any crazy stuff that you guys seen around town i always see like salary men and then they're always like kind of wild like I, i i feel like i've seen this more than once where like they take off their tie and then they tie it around their head. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that's like a thing. <laughs> that's like their go-to. Like it's kind of like they're in like their sign to show other people. Look, I'm past drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Little marker on the road. Everyone can tell. Like, all right, so avoid these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be honest, they make it a little hard to do that, especially when they're stumbling and they're going, like, side to side across the entire walkway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, like, when you when they're being carried by, like, two of their mates, like, like oh, yeah, we'll, we'll take you to the station. Have you guys ever seen that? Yeah, I mean... They, I, like... Yeah, I've, I've seen they it They, like, where... walk them to the station, and yeah. then they just leave them, like, at the gate. They're like, all right, guys, uh, I'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> You got it from here on out. I believe in you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, like, going towards that, I had a pretty funny story when I, I was just walking back home at night. I used the two-leg strategy, as you like to call it. Um, big fan of that one. But I was just going down the street, and there's two. There's a couple guys holding up their drunk friend, but the problem here was the, that the two friends that were holding up the drunk friends were also really drunk. So instead of it being kind of like a stable, like, oh, we got you, they're doing like a little dance. They're swaying from side to side as three people together. <laughs> it is like going down, like back and forth, back and forth <laughs> until right at the end, they just stumble and they just hit the wall and they all fall down. <laughs> and at least for the, until I walked by, they were they were just collapsed on there for a while. I th- I'm pretty sure they got back up and made their way back home. But yeah, drinking is wild in Japan. People have no limits, or I mean, they have limits and they pass them real quick. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Izenka. Here's here's the big question though, the one that all the Korekara listeners have been waiting for, man. What is your top drinking story in Japan? I guess the the craziest one of the craziest stories is um, I was drinking in Osaka. Okay, okay. Yeah, and uh, you know, there's the foreigner friendly bars known as the Hub. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> so I was drinking out there. I I ended up going on this trip by myself. So I was at the Hub drinking, and then some guys just uh, come up to me and they start talking and they want to practice their English, and so we're trying to talk and i'm just like oh uh yeah 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 i I, i'm from shinjuku i i teach english and he's like oh shinjuku nice i can english (laughs) oh definitely definitely so he walks me he walks me over to a table and he's like oh let's sit here uh but as you guys are aware if you leave something on the table this means this table is now claimed yeah, and there's some sunglasses on the table, so my mind's like, ah, we can't sit here. But, you know, I'm trusting this guy, he's Japanese, so I'm gonna sit with him. So we sit with him, and, uh, I sit with him, and then about like two minutes later, 
uh, this guy comes in with uh, two girls, like, you know, hanging off of him. And he says, hey, uh, something Japanese. And then he, the other guy looks at me and says, oh, this is his table. He's Yakuza. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> like a, a near death story right there man that could have gone one of many ways <laughs> right after well he gave me the death stare until i literally walked back to the bar and then i was like okay well maybe i shouldn't come back here <laughs> <laughs> oh man yakuza at the foreigner friendly bar that is honestly kind of a scary surprise to run into <laughs> if i want to be totally honest oh man yeah, I mean, you never know who they are until, like, basically you see their tattoos, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so was his, were his tattoos, like, just out there for everyone to see? No, 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 no. That's, oh. why, I, that's why I didn't know until the guy was, like, telling me. Oh, oh, oh man. Yeah. yeah. But when you, wa- when you walk in, sunglasses and all, two girls around you, you know, gold necklace, you, you kind of know. Yeah, it's kind of the vibe. Yeah. Either a, a host or a yakuza. <laughs> yeah, most of the time they leave you alone, though. Like uh, if you if you see them somewhere out, uh, for example, like if you're at a, a sental or a public bathhouse, mm-hmm. and you, you see them, they look at you and then they keep their distance. You keep their your distance, you know. Right. So you've had like multiple run-ins with the yakuza over here, then. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I just go to public bathhouses and, you know, that's where they go. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I feel like in all my run-ins with public bath or public bathhouses, like, I've never seen a Yakuza. I don't think I've ever seen a Yakuza anywhere, really. I've only heard the stories. Oh, man. oh really? You? I mean, even if you go, like, Kabukicho, sometimes you, you know. I mean, at least the times I went around there, it was, like, really mainly, I guess, tourist-infested, I would say. I didn't really see any very clear Yakuza. Maybe it was just the day, who knows, but probably mm. walked by one. <laughs> but I, I didn't know it, if even if I did. Oh, man. Yeah. Eric, how about you? I, I think when I was in, when I visited Osaka, I saw uh, a decent amount because yeah, I also went to like this neighborhood that was like really sketch and I, I, I could see them like they were patrolling the neighborhood like in their cars and that, that was kind of scary well, what kind of neighborhood did you go to uh, it was like the I just went to visit the red, the red light district of Osaka oh, yeah. Eric, Eric doing naughty stuff right. <laughs> for Kanko for tourism purely <laughs> oh man yeah i was imagining you were just walking down and you just like stumbled across the wrong street which I is mean, basically hard just to do. stumbled into the the red light district <laughs> <laughs> and then just stumbled out <laughs> how, how many uh mama-sans did you have calling you <laughs> quite quite a few they, they probably saw you, Eric. You're like, oh, number one. I will. Come, come, come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. A- actually, like, the red light district in Osaka is, like, really special, right? Like, um, yeah. they have, like, what's called the Mama-sons. And they're, like, all out for display, unlike Kabukicho. Well, Kabukicho is a special case because you got, like, the foreigner-friendly places and then you got the not-so-foreigner-friendly places. So the ones that are kind of out for display or they have their signage outside, it's like, okay, uh, they have some English, so foreigners know that they can come in. Other places, if you stumble into that place, they're going to tell you to get out. (laughs) Oh, man. Very scary stuff out here, man. (laughs) Told by the Yakuza, you hold to get out. This is the meanest thing I've ever heard in Japan, man. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't seen too... I mean, I know Eric has had some run-ins over... The, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, don't worry. Eric's just a traveler. He's just a minute. 
<laughs> ran this random spot this one time. Man, but Osaka, oh man. I feel like completely different beast from Tokyo. At least from, I, I've heard stories that Osaka, or in Osaka and Kansai, you have a bigger presence of the Yakuza, at least like outwardly. Wait, would you say that's true? I mean, I guess uh, to an extent that could be true, only because they have one of the biggest red light districts, you know. Um, you would say that maybe there's some origin to that. You know, I haven't really read up on it or anything, but mm. uh, recently there was some news uh, around Halloween time. Right. Uh, basically, in the past, uh, Yakuza members would ha- uh, give out candy to young kids. Really? Yeah, they would give out candy to young kids to basically like k- kind of like indoctrinate them to know that yakuza are friendly people, you should work with us in the future or something like something silly like that, you know. This yeah. is just something that I read. Uh, anyways, uh this year they decided that uh Hyogo Prefecture decided that they are banning if you are a yakuza member, you cannot give candy to young kids. <laughs> You'd have thought that they would have put that into action a lot longer ago. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you you would think. You would think. You would think. They're like, hey, PSA to all Yakuza members. Just just don't do don't do that. <laughs> like <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, dude, I mean, when you first said the thing about the candy, I was, like, thinking it was going to go, like, a completely different direction. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But I guess, at the end of the day, Japan is still Japan, even when it's, uh, even when you're getting into the bad stuff, you still get actual candy. Like I said, man, they usually like they they let you be. They they're not so like bad surface level. They're obviously still Japanese people, so yeah. they they treat you like you want to be treated. But like if you mess with them, then you know they're probably gonna mess with you. Or if you don't pay for your hostess bill, then you know they'll get after you. Oh, <laughs> I've heard stories that like if anything, it's not usually physical. They like extort you and really screw you over that way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, one example is one of my buddies. He was out drinking, met some Japanese guy. Uh, I think this was in Shinjuku. Okay. Uh, maybe Golden Guy, and they're out drinking, and then this guy approaches them and he says, "Hey, come to my bar. Come to my bar." Red flag. If a guy in Kabukicho tells you to come to his bar, do not follow that guy. <laughs> They usually take you to their bar, quote unquote, and when you're finished and you see your bill, now you owe like 400 to 500 dollars. And if you don't pay that money, uh, they won't let you out of their shop, or or they'll get their money some other way. Oh man! Oh, what a trap! <laughs> what a trap! Exactly. Yeah. So my buddy ended up having to pay the 400 bucks because he didn't want any altercations with the, with these guys. Yeah. And basically another thing that they do is like you know they beat you up to get the money but they understand that they don't want to get in trouble so they drop you off in front of a hospital (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll be like oh we're still we're still we're gonna be nice about it still like we're gonna gonna mess you up a little but hey here's the hospital don't even worry about it So, so would you say this happens like to foreigners too then potentially yeah, potentially. I mean, this is all anecdotally speaking, but like uh, that happened to my buddy. And then another buddy also got extorted for some money because he he went to he followed a girl and the girl took him to another bar. So it's always like you have to be careful with like random people. And if they're asking you to come someplace. Right. All right, guys, whenever you're in Japan at night in the red light district, don't follow anyone. Moral of the story. (laughs) (laughs) If you're gonna go into their bar, go with your go in through with your own volition and be like, I came here because I wanted to. And then Yeah. Yeah, imagine you just go into their bar on purpose and you just get yourself extorted, but you're like, nah, I was here for that anyways. Take it. Oh, uh, then you're on a different level. Uh, completely <laughs> there that's some five D chess some five D chess where you're playing against yourself right there. <laughs> to yeah. lose. I mean yet 
you also have to take into account like there's many different types of bars, right? Right. So right. you got your regular drinking bar, you got your your foreigner bars where it's always like for some reason they're always showing soccer or rugby at some point, mm-hmm. and you got your snack bars, you got your uh, the the girls bars. Well, I forget how it's called, cabacuda or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you got your hostess bars. Uh huh. Yeah. You got all the different classifications. I, I remember, like, <laughs> I, I like distinctly remember when I would take the bus home. Like sometimes here and there, whenever I did take the bus, um, there was always this like girls' bar, just just chilling there, like in a big like. I guess it wasn't like super big, but it's very clear to see that it just says girls' bar, and it was like so out of place. Like you just see a bunch of normal restaurants, and then girls' bar. I remember in the beginning, I didn't know what that mattered. I think I was with a friend one time. We're like, the hell's a girl's bar? <laughs> one Google search <laughs> later, we're like, why Why is that here? <laughs> <laughs> was it near a station? I, I wouldn't say it was near the station. Because um, this was like coming from the station to get to like the area to my place. And I was living a little further out. So it oh. was, I wouldn't say it was close to the, the train station, but maybe like a 10 minute yeah like 10 15 minute walk away from the train station so i see yeah it's probably for the tired salarymen who are walking home and they see it and they're like oh well i'll stop one hour here before i get home i'm probably i mean it was next to a hotel (laughs) so this probably makes sense they're on over there for business that's the business (laughs) quote unquote business right quote unquote business oh man i mean a lot of business does revolve around drinking (laughs) (laughs) oh man i mean speaking of which have you ever heard of like the whole um drinking culture at least when everyone's japanese you have to go make sure you go and do your um cheers underneath the cup of your superiors and all, all that you have to go pour out for them you had to do it all and you're just kind of a, a lackey in the whole process of having a good time yeah i mean it, it falls back on the whole like uh honor system kind of kegel as well like some yeah. people will say um it's strange because some of my uh students that i talk to they always complain about this like oh we need to change this drinking culture like oh i don't really like that i have to always pour for my boss or uh, my boss was angry because this cup was half empty and i didn't fill it up or something like that i'm just i just thought like imagine like some guy getting mad like you didn't fill the rest of my cup and it's like it's like a scene and like there's like a bunch of families around and everything (laughs) (laughs) although that would never happen it's gonna be a bunch of employees all in their little room over there oh man that (laughs) yeah that's some some j-drama stuff right there raza Uh, yeah man cast me right now japan i'll be i'll be your number one actor don't even worry about it But I mean, of, of course, you also still have some people who really love this, like this culture, because for them, uh, since they work so much, they never go out to meet other people. So instead, they they focus on this idea of uh, nomication, you know, drinking communication to get to know each other better. Wow, that's actually the first time I heard that word. It's actually so yeah. perfect. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no, I've actually never heard that before. <laughs> Uh, yeah they're always talking about it like oh so nomication nomication i said okay you want to go drinking and get to know me i understand (laughs) (laughs) say less (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah um too bad it's a little difficult right now but oh yeah man like recently like before like this was closer to closer to summertime they would actually kind of shun izakaya for for opening really late and then i know yuriko koike here in japan kind of like instated like some time limits so like izakayas couldn't stay open for a specific amount of time or past a specific amount of time and then uh 
I think most recently in September, I went to my uh, to an izakaya in a long time, and they have like these floating plastic sheets between you and your friends and the waiters. Wow, they're they're going all out to keep the business going. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which I don't understand because it's like, okay, you got these floating plastic sheets, uh, yet like you're bringing us stuff, and you know people are not wearing masks and people are smoking and the windows are closed and it's just like, hmm, is this really working? <laughs> it's one of those. I, I remember. Um, I think Eric told me about this, but there is like a news show in. Um, is like a news show in Japan, and they're like explaining why in Japan people aren't gonna. Oh get yeah. COVID. <laughs> that was like at the start, start of COVID, at, where they at, had at like the start. Of, yeah. <laughs> they had like the the, the tissue. The, yeah, the, this is a pen. Yeah. I think everyone's seen that by now. <laughs> yeah, man. The I saw on Japanese Twitter, everyone was like, "Are they serious? What are they? What are they trying to prove? What's the point of this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's one of those like pointless things where like if you look at it from like a like a one IQ perspective, like yeah, like face like surface level, maybe it does something, and then you check everything around, and you're like, okay, come on, man, like this <laughs> this shouldn't be happening. Like like you said, you take one look around the place, and it's all like, all right, is this really helping anything at all? <laughs> I mean, we we could say that there's some of these, uh, you know, precautions do work. For example, like the taking your temperature at every single entrance of like department stores or like every single place has like alcohol to clean your hands. And um, I mean, everyone wears masks here, so I, I guess we're pretty safe as opposed to like U.S. where oh, you know, this is a muzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, for real. I mean, it's always great that like Japan has already had kind of the whole mask culture already adopted and being clean, and it's it's always great to see that that's taking effect. Although I, I feel like the government also doesn't want to go and shut down anything for like economy purposes too, which makes it a little bit difficult here and there too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Technically speaking, if you wanted to get political,、uh, the government actually has no power to shut down anything, and everything.、Uh, they make jokes on Twitter also, where basically everyone is saying, "Please, it's very Japanese. Like, please don't go out, or please close your store earlier," because they actually have no power. And the way that the government is set up is, they they don't want to lose face by telling their people to do certain things. Right. Oh man,、yeah. that's the most Japanese thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Real big, but I guess we can we can close this back onto alcohol. The <laughs> yes, the the main topic of today's event over here. <laughs> we got it. We got into the the good stuff. We got into yakuza here. Hope you guys had a good time learning a little bit more. But I mean, we got our. Number one connoisseur here of Japanese alcohol and beverages, Izenga, the man himself. So I guess right here, if you're gonna recommend a, a drink to a foreigner coming into Japan for the first time, what is it gonna be? Right out of the kombini. Right out of the kombini, foreigner. I think I'm gonna go with my lemon sour squad. Followed closely behind by your strong zero, you know, for those drinking pleasures. For those drinking pleasures, gotta experience it out here. Gotta experience、yeah. it.、Uh, I'm I'm really glad to have you on here because I've never heard such as like a detailed explanation on <laughs> on each of these drinks. You're like going down like the stats. You're like, all right, so this is the name of it. This is exactly what it does, and you guys should have it if you want to do X, Y, or Z. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I mean, excited to once finally travels all back can go try out the lemon sour squad. <laughs> yeah, man. Hopefully, you guys come out here. We'll we'll have a some nomication going on. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> nomination. <laughs> Word of the day. <laughs> oh 
Oh man, if we had a merch store discount core discount code nomication. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Alright. It was, was a great segment. Happy to have you on Izenga. It was a fun oh, time, man. Yeah, thank you for having me guys. Yeah. Thank you. And I mean it's uh I guess customary it is now you get to have the opportunity to give a message to the Korekara <laughs> listeners, man. Oh, okay. Let's see here. My message would be stay safe, guys. Wash your hands. Nice. You heard the man. (laughs) Yo, thanks for making it to the end of the podcast. We're trying to get to a thousand subscribers right now. So if you aren't subscribed and you're here, please subscribe to us. It would really help us out a lot. But I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Leave a comment and let us know who else you would like to see on the podcast or what you would want us to talk about. But hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>